I'm going to invite Ian to come, and he's going to come and share a few thoughts. Would you like the lectern, Ian? Would you? You're just going to go there? That's absolutely fine. Thanks, Ian. Thank you. Thank you. Hiya. Um, yeah, I've just been asked to just give a brief testimony. Believe me, it's brief. I might have the Bible here, but I only have 16, 17, 18, I don't know, a few points. So, yeah, it's just a brief bit on, on fatherhood, but fatherhood in relation to God as father. Um, when I was asked to just have a brief, brief testimony, um, I kind of thought, oh, I don't really know what to say. So I kind of looked at the Bible and just started thinking about some people who were fathers in, in the Bible. And one of the ones who jumped out at me was Joseph. Um, if you look at, uh, you don't have to get your Bibles out, I'll quickly read it, but Matthew 1, 19. Um, Matthew 1, verse 19. Joseph, um, the husband of Mary, um, her husband, being a righteous man, and not wanting to disgrace Mary, planned to send her away secretly. But when he had considered this, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child who has been conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. And then in verse 24 and 25, um, Joseph awoke from his sleep and did as the angel of the Lord commanded him and took Mary as his wife. But he kept her a virgin until she gave birth to the son and called his name Jesus. Then later on in chapter 2, verse 13, it says, Now the angel had gone, sorry, uh, now when the, sorry, now when they had gone, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream and said, Get up, take the child and his mother and flee to Egypt and remain there until I tell you. For Herod is going to search for every child and to destroy him. So Joseph got up, took the child and his mother um, while it was still night and left for Egypt. And he remained there until the death of Herod. So God did something amazing. He used, he went out of his way to appoint an earthly father for Jesus. He could have actually just had Mary as a single mother um, and she would have been perfectly capable, I really believe. But he goes out of his way to send an angel to speak to a man and to be the husband of her, to take her on. And I kind of realized that there is quite a big important role for myself as a, as, as, you know, a father of my children and husband of my wife, that I need to listen for the voice of God. And God's going to lead me and guide me in dangerous situations. And there are going to be times when I need to step up and be like Joseph. So that really encouraged me that, yeah, there's a big role uh, for me and my family, huge role. The second thing that I kind of started pondering on was my weakness as a man and as a human being. And this really kind of got me. I was thinking, it's quite negative. I'm quite weak in the sense of humans can't do very much. But in our weakness, that's when God steps in with his strength. Now, there's a testimony which is it's quite a harrowing one, but it's, it's fine. Um, when Tilly was about, uh, she was 18 months, I think. It was Easter. And we were, on, we were at, down in Exeter on a big uh, walk of witness. Uh, it was Easter Sunday. 
And I was walking with Tilly, and we had, all the, we had Jack, Tilly, and Jen. And Tilly was being a typical 18-month-old. She was trying to go off, walk away. So I was walking after her, tried to get her under the armpits to turn around, and she was fighting me, just being really annoying. <laughs> and she was really fighting and crying, and suddenly she goes floppy. And I picked her up, and she's just dead weight in my arms. And I remember picking her up and looking down and realized, hmm, something's wrong. Her lips had gone a nice shade of purple, sort of deep purplish blue. Her eyes had rolled back, and she, her eyes were open but rolled back, and she just wasn't breathing. And at that point, my heart just wanted to stop. And I remember in a, it was a big field, and there was lots of people around. And so I laid her down, and I looked at her, and I thought, okay, this isn't great. Um, so I'd done a first aid course. I gave her a, two breaths. <laughs> unsuccessfully, because all the snot shot out of her nose to my face. So I realized, okay, so I covered her mouth and her nose with my mouth, breathed in again, nothing happened. And then I started crying out, help, 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 please help, is there a doctor, anyone, please, please. And then I breathed again, nothing happened. And this point, I'm really beginning to panic. And then I breathed a third time, nothing happens. And then I just cried out, and I just really was like, Jesus. And I just said it out loud, God, help me, help me, help Tilly, help me. Then I breathed again, and then she burst into tears, and she woke up and started breathing. And I can't, I mean, as a parent, you know that, that relief when, it was like the first cry, that first cry, but so much better. And I know that it's, it's the moment when I cried out, Jesus, help me, um, and he did. And do you know what? People will say it was a coincidence. You know, you were doing the rescue breaths. It brought her back to life. And you know what? Maybe it was. But as my dad says, coincidences often happen when you pray. Do you know? Because God is right there. And is it a coincidence that her dad had done a first aid course about a year before? Maybe God just put me in the right place at the right time. So, and that she stopped breathing while I was right there holding her. Right place at the right time. Because God puts us in the right places. And the last one I just want to touch on, just as a father, that I believe is a gift to all parents. It's when that baby comes, I don't know, you all see the ultrasounds and you see, we've got modern technology with the ultrasound and you've got these 3D scans. But for me, it was when the baby was born, when each one of my children came out. It's like, we all talk about that agape love. That was the first time I truly felt this unconditional love for this child. You would run through gunfire for that child. You would give them a kidney. In fact, you'd give them both your kidneys, forgetting the consequences if they needed it. And when you become a parent, it's just this supernatural deposit of something of God inside of you. It's, ah, it's amazing. And so, I don't know, that's, those are just a couple of experiences I've had of God um, and the way I see him as father and how he's made me as a father. So I'm not going to say that I'm a direct representation of God to my kids, but there's some aspects that are a reflection, and I hope I'm doing a good job as time goes by with his grace. Thank you.